Welcome back to the podcast. This is the That Friend Podcast, and my name is Isaac Alisma. That is Isaac Alisma. Uh, welcome. This is the That Friend Podcast. I say that a couple times just because people are a little slow nowadays, so sometimes you got to speak a little slow to them. So, welcome. Motherfucker, welcome. If you have never been to this podcast before, this is explicit. So, if you have any children, underage, if you are at church, if you are at work, if you are at somewhere where listening to this type of material will embarrass you, I would advise you to move from that location or to uh, vacate those individuals away from you. So, I will give you a couple of seconds. Okay. I actually gave you a couple more seconds than I should have, than I normally do, but welcome. Uh, this is the That Friend Podcast, which is available on everywhere where you can find pad- podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, etc., etc. Um, thank you for tuning in. If you are tuning in by mistake, um, hopefully it will not be a bad mistake. It won't be like a one-night stand that you regret, but uh, just look at it like a one-night stand is like pizza. It's always good no matter what, I guess. Um, anyway, uh, if you stumbled upon it because somebody told you about it and this is your very first time, hopefully you like the content and you continue to like it and follow and, uh, comment and share and talk about it with your friends and family and et cetera and have arguments and blah, 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 blah. That would be cool. You can also be a patron to the channel. Um, yeah, be a patron, support the channel, allow me to continue to make, uh, great content. I would definitely appreciate that. Uh, The uh, podcast is definitely picking up some traction, getting a lot more popular. Uh, Internationally, we're still doing great internationally. I appreciate all of my international listeners. Thank you so much. I appreciate you times a thousand. Keep listening, keep sharing, et cetera, et cetera. For the people who have been listening since the very first podcast of Why Do Men Cheat, I really mess with y'all. Y'all are my day ones. If I, you know was balling on a budget, I would give you whatever you want on the McDonald's dollar menu first. I would let you order that shit first. And I would let you get a vanilla cone with the fucking chocolate frosting. Whatever you want. In fact, fact, whatever on the dollar menu you want, I would let you get. So, um, I appreciate y'all. Yeah. So, this podcast, for those who are new to the podcast, we talk about, and we, meaning me, about a lot of different subjects, uh, taboo subjects, subjects that people think about, but they don't really like to talk about publicly or they just keep it to themselves. Um, a lot of things that you're like, I wonder how this is. I want the answer to this. I want that perspective, especially when it comes to men, as far as uh, it being truthful or not. So that's where I come in. Hence the name, that friend. I've always been that person to give the real gritty hardcore truth that other people don't want to say so um you know don't be too sensitive if you're going to listen to this content because uh we don't give a fuck about you we don't give a fuck we don't we don't don't, what um yeah we don't give a fuck about you so fuck you and your feelings motherfucker that's really how i feel about it so we're living in the real world man up woman up binary up whatever the fuck you are up so welcome Um, And like always, I always like to say I am in the market for a sugar mama, uh, someone who is good looking, has a lot of money and is single. Uh, I mean, if she was younger, that would be preferred, a random young sugar mama. But uh, most likely she's going to be a cougar, which I have no problem with. Take care of me and my two boys. Um, And no, I don't mean humans. I have two fur babies. Okay, Um, I pull out. Anyways, so. Now that we've made our introductions, now that you know me, now that you know who your boy is. Oh, and to find the podcast consistently, um, type in my name. Don't type in the title, which is the That Friend Podcast. Type in my name, which is I-S-A-A-C, last name A-L-I-S-M-A. Speaking of which, the reason why I say that is because people misspell my name wrong all the time. Why? There's this hybrid Isaac 
where they are spelling it with two S's, which is the dumbest fucking way that you could spell Isaac. I just, well, not the dumbest fucking way. There's other dumb ways. But the fact that these motherfuckers are walking this earth and parents are naming them that when Isaac should be spelled with two A's. And if it's biblical, which it is, which is why I have my name, son of Abraham, thank you the very fuck much. Uh, it should only be spelled one way. I-S-A-A-C. And if you spell my name wrong, that lets me know a lot about you and your religious bullshit. You cannot be religious and not know how to spell Isaac. It's that simple. But I digress. That is a whole nother episode of a podcast about how these motherfuckers are butchering my name. And it's just five fucking letters. How? This is not like a a weird ass tough name. It's not. It's Isaac. But anyway, I'm sorry. I, I had to take a moment. Okay, so now that I've played with your booty a little bit and, you know, you're hot and juiced up, the foreplay's done, let's get into today's topic. Today's topic is a very interesting one just because it's been dwindling in society and it's gotten a lot of light recently because of the way that things are changing Um, in reality or in society with technology and just social norms and so on and so forth now things are changing so now this is kind of at risk and should it even be an issue so let's get into today's topic today's topic is is marriage a bad long-term contract for men let me repeat that is marriage a bad long-term contract for men and i know some of my female listeners might be thinking this and be like, whoa, what the fuck does that mean? A bad long term. But then they y'all are probably starting to think about it like, oh, he might be right. He might be on something. And I know all the men, all the fellas who are listening to this is like, oh, here we go. Oh, bruh is preaching. Woo, 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 woo. Like, yes, I got y'all today. So is marriage a bad long term contract for men? I mean, what do you think? Just when you're hearing that at the very beginning. What is your initial thought? Is it a yes? Is it a hard, like, quick yes? Or is it a hard, quick no? Fuck that. I'm just going to assume that most women who are listening to this right now will say no. But I think a few women, women who, you know, have men in their life, women who hang around a certain amount of dudes, they will say, before they say no, they'll be like, oh, he might have a point. First things first, what I like to do on the podcast is give a definition, a clinical definition of what we're talking about. What is marriage? Marriage is the legally or formally recognized union of two people as partners in a personal relationship. Historically, and in some jurisdictions, specifically a union between a man and a woman. It's a matrimony or wedlock, um, a culturally recognized union between people called spouses. It establishes rights and obligations between them as well as between them and their children and between them and their in-laws. So that's what marriage is. That's what a marriage is. That's the clinical definition. Um, The clinical definition is pretty close. It's pretty spot on as far as what it really is. In layman terms and street terms, marriage is when two people decide to stay together forever. They make They say that they're going to stay together forever, even though most of the time it doesn't really fucking work out. That is what marriage is. Basically, you have found a person and you said, hey, me and you, we going to be together forever. You sure? I think so. That's basically what marriage is. Because with the divorce rates, it's really like a you might as well just call it a promise at this point. It's not it's not binding like it used to be like, you know, what's crazy with marriage uh, I'll, I'll get into this a little later, but yeah. So that's what marriage is. Um, no, I will. I'll get into it now. What's crazy about marriage is because of the divorce rates and stuff like that. What's funny is I guarantee if it were harder to be married, more people would not want to get married. Think about that for a little bit, but we're going to dive in. Questions. Why do people get married? Like, really ask yourself that. Why do people get married? Number one, society. You already know. Society, there's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of tradition. 
Um, there's a lot of fantasy, like, especially with women. Women are taught from a young age to, you know, have their beautiful white dress and they're going to walk down the aisle and their father's going to walk and they're going to have bridesmaids and it's going to be this beautiful dress with a veil and they're going to get their hair and their makeup done and they're going to find their king or their prince charming and it's going to be the most beautiful day i, I want to be a princess bride like that's really how little girls are bred to be so they have this fantasy of marriage from the moment of inception whether it be in movies um, you know, Disney movies, TV shows, etc. Just through side, there's just this fantasy of you're supposed to get married and it's supposed to be this wonderful, beautiful time for you, which is fine, which is fair for them. So that's that's why women want to get married. They have that. They have the fantasy. But then also society will push it upon you. And it's also a huge tradition. The tradition is to get married, to lock them up, and you stay together for a really long time. Now, mind you, granted, nowadays it's very different. Very different. It's a lot of divorce now. Back in the day, marriage, you would get married, y'all are married for 50, 60 years. So then that tradition keeps getting passed down and passed down. So, And because of religion and marriage being tied in with religion... People really look at it as a very important mark in life and in a relationship. So that is one of the things. It not only binds your union in society, but it binds your union in front of God. So for that, one of the main reasons why people get married, one of the main reasons why women get married, and then just the societal pressure. Society has a way of just pressuring the fuck out of people to make decisions that they shouldn't make or they don't want to make. People get married a lot of the times just because of society pressure. And it's not men so much. That's what you really have. Like, think about it. If it was up to a man, a man would never get married. He wouldn't. The only reason he would get married, th these are the two different reasons. A woman wants to get married to show off that she is married to her girlfriends to show off that she is married to her family so they don't have to worry about her. That's why women want to get married. So they can lock their man down. So they can show off to their family that, okay, I'm not a loser and I have somebody who's going to take care of me. Daddy doesn't have to take care of us anymore. I have a man to take care of me. And then also um, to just show off in society that they're married. Oh, I'm not single anymore. Uh, no bitches, I am taking, see this fucking five pound ring? <sighs> okay, Richard just locked this shit up, okay? This pussy is his, all his, forever, for eternity. Fucking forever, me and Richard. That's really how a woman looks at it. But as far as a man, a man looks at it in a completely different light. Men look at marriage as in, they're looking at, okay, well, with this... I just locked her down. I mean, in essence, that's really all a man looks at. Like, he locked her down. He basically has a contract for consistent pussy for the rest of his life. Whether he dips out and goes out and has mistresses and cheats and blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, he has put the ring on consistently for this. Now, he doesn't want to. It's not like, you know... There's no little boys. See, this is the difference. Women since inception grow up fantasizing about being married, getting married. Little boys do not grow up fantasizing about marrying, wanting to get married. Oh, my God, bro. I can't wait to get married. Oh, my God. And to see my bride just walking through like, oh, I cannot wait. Never said the 14 year old ever. Guys don't grow up thinking and wanting to get married like that. There's no fantasy to get married. It's it's a completely fabricated towards women. And men just understand, all right, if we got to be civilized about this, we're going to have to kind of go along with this because we want some pussy. So it's like, oh, here we go. If she wants a ring, I'll give her a ring. Get, like, you got to think about it. Because if it was up to men, uh, men would marry none of y'all if they could get all of the same benefits from y'all. If they knew that they could lock you up, you're not dating anybody else, you're not fucking anybody else, you are theirs, and they get to fuck you consistently, and they don't have to marry you, no man ever would marry a woman. They would not. 
unless they're like a religious nut and they're just like, oh, I just need to make sure that we consecrate it through God and all this. Oh, it's supposed to be like a celestial sort of sound. I'll, I'll, I'll find out how it sounds on the playback. But anyway, so that is the difference. Women fantasize about it. Men do not fantasize about it. So in that, I'm pretty sure just listening to what I'm saying already, if you're listening, you're like, damn, um, what does a man get from it? I mean, we're seeing what the woman gets from it, but what, what does a man really get from it? Because honestly, think about it like this. For marriage, for it to happen, a man has to ask a woman. Women can't get married without the man asking the woman. Now, if you are gay or you are from a different community, I am talking about man to woman. As far as the other communities, I don't specialize in those. So that won't pertain to what I am talking about today. But I digress. Let's come back. So there's no marriage unless the man asks. Now, women, you can ask in this new day and age. I've seen, you know, everyone's seen little videos where the woman gets down on one knee and shit like that. First off, the shit looks ridiculous. Let's just call a spade a spade. That shit looks weird as fuck. Like, bitch, get your ass up. The fuck is you doing? Get your, like, you got on a sundress. You dirty in your knees. Get the fuck up. You out here looking stupid. I love you, but you look... Tina, get up. Baby, hey, I get it. It's for the gram. It's for your Snapchat and TikTok. And it looks good, and I know you love me. But get your sorry ass up right now. You done ashed up your knees. No. In fact, no. Just because you did that dumb shit, I say no. It just don't look... It don't look right when a woman fucking asks a man to marry her. I'm, I'm sorry. It just looks weird. But anyway, a man has to ask a woman to marry him for them to get married. Now, with that, it's not just like, oh, we just have to say it. Oh, with that, you also have to have something to marriage. There has to be a symbol. It can't just be, you know, words. There has to be a symbol. And that symbol happening to be happening to be a ring. Not just any kind of ring, a fucking diamond ring. Oh, shit. We couldn't have got a silver ring. We couldn't have got an aluminum ring, a mineral ring, uh, a ring pop, nothing. That shit went from fucking all those levels, silver, gold, to diamond? Diamond? And now, because of the nowadays, now bitches have jumped up to, say, platinum and diamonds? So men have to have that. That is a requirement to propose. Think about that. And not only that. These women, they want a big ring. They don't want a regular ring. They want a big ring. And depending on where you live and where you're at, it's supposed that you are supposed to have, like a man is supposed to spend uh, six months, pay, or no, three months pay on the ring. Three months pay. So let's break that down. Because three months pay, you know, you're like, oh, okay, that's not that much three months pay. Well, I mean... Let's break that down. Three months pay. If a man makes $60,000 a year, $60,000 a year, after taxes, let's say he makes about $48,500, $48,600, okay? Man makes $48,000, so I know a lot of, whoa, whoa, that ain't a lot of money. Again, I said that he makes $60,000 per year. Remember, nobody just gets what their salary is. You have Uncle Sam is out here fucking like with his hand up your ass, just grabbing. So... A sixty thousand dollar a year man, after taxes he's making twelve or he's making forty eight thousand, forty eight five. Now divide that by twelve, you have about four thousand, somewhere around four thousand. Four thousand. So three months pay is about twelve thousand. That's twelve G's. Twelve G's. So you expect a man to pay twelve thousand dollars for a ring? This is a leap of, like, think about how, I, I know a lot of y'all listening right now, and you're like, oh, like a lot of women are like, well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to be a man. I, I know a lot of y'all are getting quiet and shit like that. No, 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 don't hide. Turn your speakers up, goddammit. Think about that. Let me say that again. That is around $12,000. $12,000 if you want it to be three months pay. $12,000 to get your little platinum, your big ass diamond so you could show off to all your girlfriends and shit like that. $12,000. Okay. So, let's look at the scoreboard. Women, like five. Men, zero. 
from everything that I've said so far, what has been the benefit of the man that the woman hasn't already got? Please tell me, because it's really not there. He has to pay all this money for the ring. He has to propose. Those expectations are set upon him. He doesn't really want to get married. Not really. Men don't really want to get married. They don't. They really don't. It's on the woman. They just know women, you know, for them to feel a certain sense of security, they need to be married. But men don't want to be married. Well, let's look at some of the benefits of being married. The benefits are it's cheaper. Of course, it is way, 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 way cheaper to cohabitate. It is extremely cheap. I don't know if y'all know, there are a lot of people, mostly men. I probably see some women, too who are in relationships just because it's cheaper on the rent. Let me repeat that. There are a lot of dudes, a lot of people, women too, but mostly dudes, who are staying in relationship because a lot of y'all, I bet y'all are like, man, this dude is unhappy with this bitch. Like, why is he with her? He's always complaining about her, so on and so forth. Uh, Because rent is split in half by living with this bitch. It is. Magdalena, how much is they rent this month? Uh, papi, it's, uh, 1200 oh, okay, so I'm gonna give you, like, 600 bull. Okay, papi. 600 is very different from 1200 Very different. I'm just saying. It's way cheaper. So, now you have combined income. Combined income's way easier on the pocket. Gas is cheaper. Everything. You're a team. Boom. Okay, so it's cheaper. It's cheaper. Another benefit... Most likely to be insured. Married couples are most likely to be insured. More likely than single people. Just because they have a lot of shit to worry about. If somebody dies, like there's contract. Because it's a contract. It's a contract that you're putting with the marriage. I don't even want to get into the contract yet. Just because I'm on the benefits of marriage. So, you're more likely to be insured because something can happen to your partner. So if they die, you know, you need to know, you know, just their health situations. You need to be healthy for them because if you're not, you're going to die and leave everything to them. In essence. And let me bring up what I said about if you die and something goes to them. Basically, in a marriage, even in California, if you're not familiar, California law is no matter what, it is 50-50 in a divorce. No matter if this NBA player was making $280 million a year and this woman was making $0.12 cents an hour on Instagram, just throwing around pics, she would get half of his money like that from the divorce. That is the contract with marriage. Think about that. I mean, think about that. But again, we're on the benefits right now. So, you're more likely to be insured. You get tax breaks for being married. Um, it's the commitment. I mean, commitment is a huge deal. It's a big part of it. You, you know, you have said to each other, okay, we're in this together. This is us. You know, it's like buying a house or buying a car or something like that. It's great responsibility. It's relationship responsibility. That's basically what it is. It's a commitment. Letting them know you're mine. I'm yours. It's no other bitches. Um, at least that you know of, uh, that's what's really going down. It's a commitment. So it's, it's great. Also with marriage, a benefit of marriage, children grow up more stable, a two parent home, children growing up in a two parent home, children are far more likely studies show by up to 60, 70% to grow up, to be more educated, make higher income and to be healthier, not only physically, but emotionally, psychologically. So kids grow up in a stable home, a stable married. Uh, well, I mean, that doesn't mean you got to like each other, but just you be you literally just just the brand of marriage. The brand of marriage is good for your children and it makes them feel better. It's stability when they go to school and they say your parents. Not, hey, your mama going to pick you up today. Nah, man, she got to work at the burger joint. Damn. What about your daddy? Man, I don't know my daddy. Damn, don't none of y'all motherfuckers know y'all daddy. Man, shut up, man. Hood talk. But anyway, that's really, you grew up in a more stable situation. When there's a marriage, there's two people. Also, it's way easier on the woman. Way easier on the woman. The woman who has had a child, being married, she gets support. She gets help financially, 
time-wise, emotionally, etc. Oh, um, Derek, can you pick up the kids from uh, soccer practice? Oh, yeah, I could pick them up. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just making dinner, and I just, uh, I completely forgot that I need to pick them up at 5. No worries. Go ahead. Finish the dinner. I'll pick them up, and I'll buy you your favorite bottle of wine on the way back. Oh, thanks so much, Derek. You're so amazing. No, you're amazing. I love you, snuggle buns. It's what I assume a cheesy, corny ass married relationship would sound like, at least the first few months. But anyway, yeah, it helps out. It helps out the women so much more because single moms are stressing the fuck out. That scenario is completely different if you are a single mom. Oh, my God. Fuck. Fuck. I just made this fucking pot roast. I just made this pot roast and I need to fucking pick the kids up at school. Bring, bring. Hey, uh, hello. Hey, uh, Coach Barrett. Um, I'm going to be a little late picking up the kids at soccer practice today. Um, do you know how late you're going to be or uh, I was just making dinner and uh, I'm really sorry. Uh, okay. Um, do you think your husband may be able to pick them up or, oh, I'm, I'm not married. Their father is, um, he's not really in the picture. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Okay. Just try to get here as soon as you can. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I'll try to be there in an hour. Okay, cool. Click. Damn, this bitch is always late. I got to stay after and watch these fucking babies kids because this bitch ain't married. That's what Coach Barrett is thinking. That is for real what he is thinking. He's not thinking, oh, I, I understand a single mom. It's like uh, Coach Barrett got a family. Coach Barrett got shit to do. He might have pussy to tend to. Okay. So it's very different when you're a single mom compared to when you have the support of your husband. Next benefit of marriage your dreams come true. Like I said, women, little girls fantasize. This fantasy has been implanted into little girls' heads since they were little to be married and have this beautiful white dress and the veil and all oh, the flowers and all oh, the altar and the church or outside by the beach. Oh, so it is a dream come true. A dream come true. How often have you ever heard of men say that? Really? Where they're just pining for their day. They just can't wait to be married. You've never heard men say that. Because men don't say that. At least not straight men. Men do not say that. For the men that you are looking for, they don't say that shit. They do not. Are you fucking kidding me? Men do not. Oh, I cannot wait. Oh. <sighs> me and Helen. Me and Helen are just so in love. And I can't wait. To just, I'm, I'm gonna cry. I just love her so much, and I can't wait to be married to her in front of God and in front of our parents. I just love her so much. Now, some women who just heard that, they're like, oh my God, that guy would be such a sweetheart. I would love to marry him. No, you wouldn't. You know you wouldn't. You would step all over him, you would treat him like shit, and then you would fuck the pool boy because he's way more masculine. We already know the deal. Stop fucking lying to yourselves. It happened in Desperate Housewives. Eva Longoria was fucking the pool guy because, you know, he was younger and he was just waving this pool stick. And it just turned her on. But anyway, you already know you ain't liking to do like that. And ain't no straight male doing that. Okay? So, let's get down to brass tacks. Men don't think about that shit. That is a woman's dream, not a man's dream. If a man could be with you and stay with you and say, hey, I'm locked in on you. Without having to do the marriage route, uh, trust, he wouldn't. He would not marry you. And then finally, the benefits of marriage is the social networking that you get. Being married is a brand. And your brand is very important, and we know that. And brand-wise, to be married is more powerful than to be single. People respect people more who are in a committed married relationship than they would somebody who is not married. Why? I don't know. Here's some of the reasons why. Because marriage shows commitment. It shows responsibility. It shows that somebody who, somebody aside from yourself can stand to be in your presence and commit to you. So you have something that they will have committed to. It shows that sort of thing. You don't just get married for no reason. It's like you don't buy a house. Not Like a, a responsible person is buying a house. 
because they know that, okay, I got to make these payments and shit like that. So in this relationship, they got to make these payments emotionally every single day when they are around them every fucking day. So the marriage is a brand. So you get more brownie points for being in a marriage. Socially, when you go to the country club, a single person is very different than the married person. Oh, bring the wife and the kids over. We would love to have you. Double date. Oh, where's your wife, Bill? Oh, she's right there. She uh, she just had Billy. She's feeling better. Oh, man, that's good. She looks great. Oh, thank you, man. Like when you're single, it's, you're treated with a different sort of... You get more respect for being married. So just from a social networking standpoint, that's what you get. For example, there has never been a president of the United States who is not married. Never. Never, ever, 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 ever. And I don't think, I, I don't I don't think there ever will be because it doesn't matter how good you would be at the job, how smart you would be, et cetera, et cetera. They look at you being married as stability and they find it odd that you wouldn't be married. So they would nitpick at that shit. It's stupid, but that's something that people look at. You know how shallow people are. So a single candidate would not have a remote chance compared to a married candidate. That's why they look at your family setting. They look to see how many kids you have and stuff like that. And how does your family look? Oh, we love a good family. We love the first family. Oh, look at them taking a picture with good old Bo and, you know, the dog and all that shit. You know, that's, you know, that's what they have to do. Because then when they invite royals and other families from different countries, you know, the women have to go in their little corner and talk about women talk, you know, talk about nails and shit like that. And the men are going to talk about like taking over countries and war and shit. Hey, uh, go, um, go talk to Miss, uh, Mrs. The first lady of Venezuela. Go, go talk about some roses and, you know, uh, desserts and shit like that. We about to, we about to talk about invading Colombia. All right, baby. Yeah. Uh, circle back in a few. So those are the benefits of marriage. Now, do any of those benefits really seem to benefit men really like that? I, I could say maybe a couple, but not many. The social networking, yeah. But other than that, uh, and maybe the cheap, the cohabitation, but you could cohabitate without being married. So in all of that that I just listed, still, it's majority for the women, if not all. It really is. And also one of the negative, well, now we're out of the positive. Now we're out of the benefits. So the honeymoon stage is over, motherfuckers. We're in. Doesn't it? This is something that I have observed. This is something that I really have observed about marriage. Doesn't it? And, you know, you could agree with me or disagree with me on this. I guarantee you, you're going to agree. This is, to me, what I'm about to say is a real 100% foolproof example that you can have. And I want you to look at every single relationship that you've ever, ever seen of married people and tell me if I'm wrong. I've never heard this take. This is my original take. I've never stolen it from anybody. This is me. Is it me or is marriage the peak of the relationship? I have never in my life seen a married couple happier than when they get married. Not a year after they get married, not two years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years after they get married. But the marriage is the climax. The build up to the marriage, that is the crescendo. That is like. It always seems to go down from the marriage. Don't you notice that? People never have problems prior to marriage that they had after marriage. Don't you find that strange? Don't you find that a bit of a bad sign? We never used to have the problem, but the moment we got married, once they got married, then it started to go down. It's only the P that's, and a lot of people probably haven't even thought about this, but I have looked at this and I've observed and I'm like, man, they've been together because they've been together for so long, they start getting comfortable. Like when you're, see, that's the thing. The marriage, you're courting to get the mate. You're courting to get your lifetime, your long-term mate. You haven't been committed to because you're not married yet. You've been committed to, but not, you know, binding. So because you're binding, you get comfortable. Oh, I got him. Oh, I got this bitch. We're good. 
So then you start relaxing. You start relaxing on shit that you never used to relax on before. Shit that you used to like take care of. You used to shave your legs every fucking week consistently. Never miss. But now that you're married, ah, he's cool. He gets it. Now you shave it once every month. Now sometimes you don't fucking brush your teeth. You have your dirty underwear just on the ground. Shit you didn't do before. Shit that you might have done a little bit before, but now that you're married, oh, this is for life, this is for eternity. You start relaxing. You're winning the game, but the game's not over. You're up by 30, but this motherfucking team can come back. They got shooters, dog. It's Steph Curry's up in this motherfucker. And Steph with the shot, bang! These motherfuckers can come back. So you start relaxing, and then once you start relaxing, next thing you know, you're not, you're not trying as hard to satisfy each other. You're not trying as hard to impress each other. You're not trying as hard to appreciate each other because now y'all both know that y'all are in it. So it's just like, all right, we're we've got it. We're done. We don't need to, you know, we don't need to put on a face. It always goes down after marriage. I have never in my life seen a couple or relationship go up after marriage. Never. Even when they have kids. When they have kids, they both love the kid. And they go, oh, this has brought us so much closer together having this kid. Now, granted, I, I, I think it does make them look at each other a little bit stronger. This is the mother of my child. This is the father of my child, blah, blah, blah. But their marriage, as far as the relationship between those two people, peaks at their wedding. Everything is a culmination up to their wedding. If you don't believe me, think of any friends, any examples, anybody that you can think of and think about how they used to be prior and think about how they used to be or how they are now. The giddiness, the butterflies, the nervousness that they used to have, the way they used to look at each other. They don't look at each other like that no more. Oh, no. They make fun of couples that are like all over each other with the PDA and can't get their hands off each other anymore. And they're like, oh, these are some young motherfuckers. These new motherfuckers, they don't know They don't know what that long term is. It's like, why would you stop? That's why the fucking fire in your, you know, romance and relationship is, is out. Because you quit. You just said, hey, we're up. We're good. Why do you think married couples always get fatter? You ever notice that? Most couples, they're, like even before the wedding, they're working out and stuff like that to look good in their dresses and stuff like that. And even prior to, they're building each other up. Once they get married, oh man, now I'm comfortable. We know each other now. We can just eat and not exercise as much. We're with each other. Well, that's why he's fucking cheating on you. Because you gained 50 fucking pounds and you ate a whole tub of Haagen-Dazs by yourself in one sitting. That is not healthy. Now, granted, Haagen-Dazs may be delicious, but a whole fucking tub by yourself? Jesus, lady, have some self-control. This isn't just for the men. This is for women, too. Or this isn't just for the women. This is on men, too. Men, men will gain some weight, too. So that is the peak of the relationship, and then it goes down from there. So as a man, how is this good? You just spent all this money. You just signed this contract in front of God in the society. And now that you've signed this contract, it's only going to go down from there. She's going to get comfortable. She's not going to feel that she needs to impress you anymore. And, you know, she's going to let herself go a little bit. Because if she gains weight and stuff like that, and you say, hey, like you can't go up to her and be like, hey, you've gained some weight. She was like, oh, you're supposed to, uh, you already said your vows. You said you'd love me forever and ever for eternity. Till death do us part. So now you're supposed to accept if she gains weight. Marriage is literally saying you're supposed to accept me forever because we said this. We said this and we wrote this contract. So no matter what, you are supposed to stay with me. How the fuck does that sound good for a man? Especially when the man's the one asking. Because remember, women aren't asking men to be married. At least not in the regular people world. So how does that sound good for the person asking? Please tell me. How? 
It's at the peak. So let's look in the specifics of the downfalls of marriage. The attention. Every man, especially nowadays, has a fantasy of sleeping with a married woman. Having an affair with a married woman. Men aren't really respecting the ring. Men look at it as a challenge. I mean, women do the same thing. I don't want to make it seem like it's just a man thing. But, and the reason I say that, that makes it even worse. Because now, all this attention is being brought to his woman. To fuck his woman. And the same thing happens where women are doing the same thing. A man with a ring is more like women don't do it as much. But men look at it as conquering. Like, oh, okay, let me see if I can do my best to get in here. Like, maybe she's not happy in the marriage because men understand that they understand other men and that other men get comfortable and they stop treating the woman as well because they've locked them up. So now they know that they can spring in and, hey, you're not happy in your marriage. Maybe you need to go out with me a couple of times. I'll listen to you. I'll be that shoulder to cry on when your man doesn't appreciate you. I'll appreciate you and I will fuck you like your man hasn't fucked you because now that he's married, he's probably not fucking you the same way. Because he's not obligated to fuck you the same way because he signed a contract. A lifelong contract. So you got to accept him. For better or for worse. So this new guy is going to fuck you like you haven't been fucked in a long time. And men know this. So why the fuck would they want that? That new attention. There's always attention and then there's always pressure. There is pressure in a marriage. That is something... That you ask, ask your married friends, ask married people. There's more of a pressure because you signed a contract. Now it's, it's like any contract you sign. There's a pressure to live up to the hype. There's a pressure from society for y'all to, you know, be a nice, happy married couple. There's a pressure from each other to, you know, you said your vows in front of God and you, you signed a contract with each other for forever, not understanding how long forever is. Forever is a long time. Forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. Yeah, forever, Andre 3000. I mean, that's a long fucking time. Everything could be good in the first two years, and then year three, motherfuckers start showing their ass. And we're supposed to be doing this for what? 60, 70 more years? Uh, hello? I can't stand you in year three, and I'm supposed to be putting up with decades of this shit? Oh, no. Oh, no. Then there's that pressure to, oh, I got to stay in it. And you're going get, to get hit on so much. There's so much attention because of the ring. It just turns motherfuckers on because they look at it like, oh, well, somebody locked you up. Somebody wanted to sign this long-term contract with you, so you must be something great. So now all these motherfuckers are trying to fuck you who didn't try to fuck you before. So now you have temptation that you never had. Now you got to try to beat that off. And now you're lying to your fucking spouse. Oh, where were you? Uh, I just decided to, you know, a couple more hours at the gym, just put some reps in. Nah, this motherfucker was getting smoothies with this hot chick that he was helping uh, re-rack weights. That's what it is. She notices him the way he hasn't been noticed. And then next thing you know, he's turned on and, you know, now he's fucking her. And he hasn't said he's married. He takes his ring off. So she doesn't know. You know, that sort of thing sucks. And another downfall of fucking marriage, you're sharing everything. You don't have any more fucking privacy. You're not an individual anymore. It can't be, this is my account, this is your account. It's like, whoa, why are we having separate things? This should be a joint account. If I make a million dollars a year, now this is our million dollars a year. It's like, man, that's, uh, I love you, but I don't know if that's fair. Like, I'm bringing a lot in this relationship, and now it's ours? I mean, if I start this fucking tech company, and it's worth $100 million, and my salary is 20 a year, $20 million, after taxes, I'm getting about, I don't know, 12, 12 million? I'm getting 12 million a year. That's our 12 million? You didn't do shit for that 12 million. What you, you suck my dick, you fucked me, you know, you made me lunch, dinner and shit like that. Does that constitute you getting six mil a year? I could have got a maid. I could have got a prostitute. Um, and I could have got a therapist way cheaper. And we ain't fighting. 
Somebody to come in to fuck me, somebody to come in to feed me, got a cook, got a therapist to listen to my problems, to help me fix my problems, and ain't no back talk. Boom. Probably knock all that shit out for fucking 80 to 100K. Notice the difference, you see? You see how this isn't really benefiting? And now there's more rules. Now you can't do shit like you used to. You're married, you should be home at a certain time, you're a married man. Wait, what? I can't go out with the boys and go to this titty joint? Like, no. uh, You're married. You should not be going to strip clubs. Okay. Sorry, guys. I can't come and play. Hey, dog, what happened? I, th I thought you was going. I thought you said it was cool. I thought you was going to roll through. Man, I tried to ask her, but she doesn't want. Hey, get off the phone. Get get off the phone. We're supposed to watch Bridgerton together. Bridgerton. All right, I got to get Bridgerton. Bye, guys. Click. There's more rules now. Now you're restricted. Now you used to be a wild animal. I'm not saying you had to be wild, but you used to be able to move around the way you used to move around. Now you got a fucking collar around your neck. Now it's like you're getting walked. Now you're the little dog getting walked. You can't do shit like you used to. You can't go on that guy's trip anymore. You can't spend your money like you used to anymore because now you are in a relationship where everything has to be ours. Everything. Now you can't hang around certain friends because oh I don't I don't want you hanging around uh, Reginald Reginald he's always chasing ass and he's gonna get you caught up stuff like that. But Reginald I've known Reginald ever since I was three years old. You know what? It's just you have to grow up sometime. Okay. Just grow the fuck up. Reginald has not grown up, and I don't want you hanging around Reginald. But, baby, I, I said I don't want you hanging around Reginald. End of story. And that's the kind of conversations you have in marriage. You think he liked that? Now he can't hang out with Reginald? So now his whole by-himself life... Now, mind you, you shouldn't be a married man, you know grabbing titties at strip clubs every week and shit like that when you're married. I agree with that. But you can't do the shit that you used. You can't stay up and play basketball. You can't, you know, go in the man cave like you used to. No, you're married. You got to go home and tend to your wife, dog. Go home and do that. Go take care of that. Why are you at? It is 1130. Where have you been? Oh, you know, I just... We just decided to grab something to eat. We was talking. We are hanging out, having a couple of drinks. I've been waiting since 10 o'clock. You said you were going to be back at 10 o'clock. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to text you. I was fucking... I called the police. I called my mom. I called your parents. I was fucking worried. I'm sorry, baby. I, just, I, I, I lost track of time. You know what? Sleep on the couch. But baby, no, no, no. Sleep on the couch. I can't... I, I, I just can't talk to you right now. Does that shit sound fun? I mean, really. Now you're responsible for check-ins. Think about that. You got check-ins, like you're a kid. You can't just roam free. You can't roam free. Now it is the partnership where you have to let... So now, now, basically now you got a fucking probation officer. You got a PO. Let me see your piss. Go on. Spread your cheeks. Spread them. Spread that ass. Go ahead. Come on, Donovan. Spread your cheeks and cough. All right. Lift your sack. Just got to make sure that you're not doing what you're not supposed to. All right. Just make sure you uh, check in at this time. Oh, if you're going to be there, make sure you call me right when you get to the hotel. You just can't go. You can't go touch down and do it. Nope. Check-in's got to be there. You got rules. Don't stay up too late. Up. Oh, don't drink too much. If you drink too much, you know how you get, blah, 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 You might, blah, 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 blah. You might spend too much money. Now you can't spend your own money, though. Because remember, now it's our money. It's not your money no more. It's our money. So you can't spend money like you want no more. Can't go out like you want anymore. You can't talk. You can't even have conversation with certain women. Baby, who is, who is that girl in the picture? What girl? That girl. The girl with the, uh, the red top. Oh, that's Amber. Amber, yeah, um... Yeah, we met Amber, I think we were at some dinner and, you know, her and Reginald started talking and then they came out with us and stuff like that. And But why is her hand around you? Uh, 
I don't know to take a pick. I, I don't know. I, I wasn't even thinking about it. I thought it was somebody else, to be honest. Is she going to be there tonight? Yeah, she's going to be there tonight. There's going to be a lot of us. going to be a lot of the guys, a lot of the girls. I don't want you going. What? <laughs> Maybe this is, this is ridiculous. I said I don't want you going. Baby. No, no. I don't want you going. You can't. No, I don't want you to be friends with her. Does that sound fun? And don't make it seem like I'm exaggerating. Do not make it. No, these are some bad examples. You know these are real examples. You know this shit really happens. You can ask your married friends. You know. You know I'm not giving you bullshit. How does that sound fun for the man? How? And I know women are like, oh, well, men try to put us on restrictions too. Men don't try to put you on restrictions before you get married. Even before. Ain't no restrictions they putting on you because you got married. Men don't want you out there shaking your ass on Instagram and shit like that and going out with your friend even before marriage. So ain't no restrictions that a man is setting on you after marriage that he wasn't trying to set on you prior to marriage. So don't give me that shit. Ain't no new rules for men after marriage. All the same rules before, same after. That's why they fucking married you. For you. For you to be able to feel that way. And then let's talk about divorce. I kind of alluded to the divorce a little bit. Divorce, no matter fucking what, kills a man. A man could be an amazing father. He could treat his children with everything and more. Amazing. But when it comes time to divorce court, you know who gets custody the majority of the time? The woman. The woman gets custody over 94% of the time in divorce settlements. Think about that. Over 94% of the time. And I know a lot of y'all might be like, well, men don't be trying to take care of the kids anyway. Think about this. For the fathers, don't try to punish the fathers who actually want to spend time with their kids. So think about it. Now that kid is with the mom who is talking shit about the dad 24-7 and the dad gets weakens. And if you got a fucked up baby mama, um, then she's going to be acting, you know, really fucking extra when it comes time to the visitations. Hey, make sure you have them here by three. But well, damn, I, I can't spend a little time. The court says by three, Monte, bring him here by three. But I was trying to take him to the Laker game. The Laker game started at 2.30. We could, I could have him here by seven o'clock. Monte, do you want to lose the weekends? Tell me right now, because I will call the lawyer. Monte. All right, damn. Gonna lose the child. Even if you split 50-50, it's gonna stay with the mom. So just in that, your children have gone to the, the woman. Not only in the physical sense, but in the emotional sense, you have the mom talking shit about the man consistently. That's something that women do to children that men don't do is talk shit about the other parent. When the man's with their kids, they're not talking shit about the mom. Man, your mom ain't this, your mom ain't that. No, they don't do that, but women do. Yeah, your daddy ain't shit. He was over here fucking with this bitch and this bitch, and yeah, he'll pick you up at this time. So now the kid is developing a really negative view of you, negative vantage point of you. Every time they see you, now they're, you know, they're a little holed up when they're around. They're like, man, you're a shitty person. When you've done nothing wrong. I'm not saying you could have you could be a terrible person, but shit, that's not a kid's business. You gotta keep that between grown folk. That's just kids, but then also child support. Now you have to pay child support. The great Kevin Samuels said, which is a real ass quote, he said, he said that women, that no child is born without a woman bringing it to term. So a lot of women will say, hey, it takes two to make a baby. You are right. It takes two to make a baby, but it takes one to bring it to term, which means it is the woman who is bringing this child into the world. A man can impregnate a woman, but it is the woman's decision ultimately to have the child because there's a lot of men who would not want the child. 
But because the woman wants the child, that's that's what goes. So now, got to pay child support for this motherfucker. Now you literally have money coming out of your paycheck. Not even like volunteer, because this is the thing. You can try to come to a verbal agreement on child support, but most of the times... They're going to go off your income or she's just she's going to get a lawyer who's going to go after all of your shit and make sure you're paying a gang of money for child support. So you're going to be paying so much money to support your kids when they're not with you the majority of the time. You're paying for your children when they're not with you. Think about that shit. You have to pay all of your bills. And on top of that, you have to pay for your kids when they're not with you. You have to give your woman a certain amount of money to take care of them and to take care of themselves. So what is her purpose? Not sounding too good, is it? Not to mention, in a divorce, huh, property. If you have three houses, if you have three houses that you bought, three while married, if she wants, she can go after minimum one. If she wants, probably two. Minimum one is because in the divorce, she's going to be like, oh, well, this is where I want, this is where I need to live. So already one of those houses that you paid for and bought, blah, 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 that's hers. Minimum. If she wants two, she could probably get two depending on how good her lawyer is. So minimum, you've already given a house on property. And then you got to look at things like the car and stuff like that. So if you have multiple cars, she gets to try to find which one that she wants. And you, and again, I know a lot of y'all are like, oh, well, it can't be that. No, it's really like that. And with lawyers, really good lawyers, they will take you down. Every single thing that you can think of, artwork, um, vehicles, property, um, any like thing inside of the home. Uh, stocks, everything, everything they can go after and split down the middle. And she will have her pick of the litter. And if you want to have some pushback on her getting those things, her lawyer is just going to continue to just fight and fight for it. And you're going to rack up money on the lawyer fees. And you're going to get to the point where you're like, you know what? I give up. I give up. You could take it. Because you're going to end up spending thousands of dollars tens of thousands of dollars and if it really goes on hundreds of thousands of dollars just in this fight oh we don't want to settle yet because she wants the uh ferrari she doesn't want the benz no but i want the fucking ferrari like she doesn't no she wants the ferrari she's not getting the ferrari okay well then we'll just wait it out and they'll literally wait you out the lawyer will wait you out and you won't settle you will not settle just going to rack them hours up. Next thing you know, you're paying 20, 30, 40, 200K. You know what? She could have the Ferrari. How does this sound good for a man? This contract sounds terrible. Tell me. Tell me what sounds good about the marriage for the man. Out of everything that I've told you. Please tell me. And if you don't believe what I'm saying, think about it in your own sense. What is it? What is the benefit from the man? To get married. What is the incentive to get married? For the woman, you know all this stuff. What is the incentive? Even back to the ring that he had to put three months into, $12,000 into. That's what he has to buy her. She don't got to buy him no damn ring. What do we get? What does she have to work three months of labor for to pay for us? Not a damn thing. We just get this measly punk ass wedding band. That looks like a Frodo ring from fucking Lord of the Rings. Are you kidding me? How is that equal? How is that fair? How is that just? Who the fuck wants to do that? Anybody got no time for that? Come on. Like, really think about it. Now, let me present something to you. Because that's marriage. What about a non-legal union? Let me repeat that. What about a non-legal union where it's you verbally say to each other, hey, we commit to each other. We're not going to sign any contracts. And if something goes sour, we go our separate ways. We have our own stuff. Everything's in our name legally. 
we still have our own uh, separate account, so on and so forth. If we want, we can have a joint account, but we'll still have a separate account. Cool. A non-legal union. Now, a lot of y'all be like, oh, I don't know about that. Nope. That's just a get-out-of-jail-free card so he can go and cheat. No, I mean, he could cheat when he's married. <laughs> Regardless. But let me present the non-legal union. For the non-legal union, if something goes sour... If it goes sour, you just leave. Like, let's say he cheats. Let's say, example, he cheats. In a divorce, just for infidelity, she gets half plus. She's going to take him to the cleaners because she has the cause for divorce. He fucked up. Let's say he didn't cheat. Let's just say uh, reconcilable differences. Just It just wasn't working anymore. Still, he's paying half. Custody of the children, still gone half. Alimony, all that stuff, property, still have. But in a non-legal union, you just say, hey, I came in with the Mercedes. You came in with the Toyota. I have my, you know, Ferrari. You keep your Toyota. We get what we came in with. I was making two million a year. You were making six. I don't know. Let's say you're making six sixty a year. And let me, okay, let me not try to downfall what a woman can make. Let's say I was making 80, she was making 59. Or let's say she was making 70. I was making 80, she was making 70. Now, remember, men don't really use women's money. It's not our money when it comes to a woman. It's always our money when it comes to men. Like, we don't ask you for money or you don't give us money to go buy some shoes. But when it comes to a purse, oh, you want to use our money. So think about it, in a non-legal union, in a divorce setting, in a situation, you just go. You go your separate ways. You don't have to, and there's no, there's nothing crazy to talk about. You don't have to go through the courts. It doesn't have to take a year. You don't have to go through lawyers, nothing like that. It's just, y'all are having conversations. And if you want, you could bring a mediator in, but you don't have to worry about all of the state issues. You don't. Now, which sounds better for a man after all of the stuff that I've gone over, all the stuff that I've talked about? In your opinion, ladies, and I know a lot of ladies are listening right now and they're like, they're not liking this shit because they know men are listening to this right now and they are, they're about to drink the red pill because uh, it's not sounding good for marriage for y'all. Think about it, ladies. Which, which one sounds better, the non-legal union or the marriage? Which one? Still in a relationship. You can still be present with your person. You can still have this person at the country club. You can still call them your wife. You just don't have to legally marry them. They're still your wife. They're just not legally your wife. But they're still your wife. Don't got to worry about all that little red tape. What? Which one sounds better, ladies? Does the marriage with the contract... And having to deal with all that stuff, what if y'all get a divorce? I mean, divorce is at its highest rate that it's ever been in the United States. It's over 51%. It's at 51.9. Between 51.9 and 53% is what divorce is at, the divorce rate. So basically, if you get married, you're literally flipping a quarter on whether you're going to get divorced. And the people who aren't getting divorced, they don't like each other anymore anyway. To me, in my 100% honest opinion. As far as married couples who stay together for a long term, I'm, I guarantee you at least 90% in 90 to 95% of those marriages, uh, someone has cheated and they haven't told the other person. And uh, I would say in about 90% of those marriages, they're not happy. Only like 8% to me, 8 to 10% of marriages are truly happy. No infidelity, no fucked up shit, no like random kids in a different town, so on and so forth. So in that, what the fuck would make a man want to do that? In their right mind, how would that shit be smart? How? Ladies, please, be a car salesman and sell it to me. Sell that new car smell to your boy right now. No down payment. No, it's a fucking a hell of a down payment. This is a lease that is going on forever with payments. I have payments for the rest of my life and I have a huge down payment. Um, come on now. 
Sell it to me, ladies. Sell marriage to me. Sell it to men. Because if a man really thinks about it, there's nothing positive about it that outweighs the negatives. The pros are way less than the cons. It's like 25 to 3 cons to pros when it comes to marriage, legal marriage for a man. For a woman, oh my gosh, it's complete opposite. <laughs> it's like 25 to 3, pros to cons. So, my opinion, my honest opinion, marriage is a extremely terrible, bad, long-term contract for men. Horrible. It's borderline stupid. It's just terrible for men. That is my opinion. And I think that's opinion of most men. They just don't have the boss to tell you that. And now that more men are getting tired of bullshit from women and getting more educated on the subject, now they're starting to speak up about it. And I know a lot of men are listening. It's like, man, thank you, man. Shit. Thank you. You're welcome, motherfucker. You're welcome. Sorry. It's supposed to be a manly bark, but every time it comes out like a fucking pipsqueak or something. Um, but yeah, sell it ladies. Cause, uh, it's pretty hard to sell it. Honestly, cause every woman wants to get married, but why you want to get married for those reasons I listed, but remember you have to get married to a man and a man don't want to get married for those reasons. So basically you want to trap a man because that is a goddamn trap trapping us into a contract. A legally binding contract with so many cons. That's why men are so eager to marry. That's why men don't want to marry. And it is a stupid long-term contract for men to marry. That is my honest opinion. And what I want you to do for this episode, Chops, I want you to go out. I want you to ask 10 men. Remember, don't ask exceptions to the rules. Don't ask dudes that uh, want to sleep with you. Um, don't ask people who are yes men. Um, who are just going to give you whatever answer you want, actually go out, ask 10 men, and say, do you think that marriage is a bad long-term contract for men? I guarantee that 9 out of 10 will say, yes, it is a bad contract for men. 9 out of 10. I'm pretty sure about this one. And if you're wrong, come back to the page, donate some money, send a comment, let me know how it goes. It's been some funny comments. I appreciate them. But I've been right a lot on every episode. I've yet for somebody to come back and tell me when they ask people that their number, that my number was off. Just saying. So that is today's podcast. I hope you liked it. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope while you were in traffic or wherever the fuck you were at, you were able to get some entertainment, get some knowledge, get some perspective, because that's what I'm trying to give you. Got one episode left for the first season. Um, Yeah. So, you know, season one's coming to an end. It's, it's bittersweet, I know. I know. I know. So, go out and do that challenge. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed your time. If you were a new listener, I hope you liked it and you come back. If you didn't like it, hey, it is what it is. Like I said, I suck a dick. Um, if you're a returning listener, I fucks with you. Like always. Um, but yeah, so, that is today's episode. Wherever you are. In the 24 hours, day, noon, evening, night, etc. In a jacuzzi, in a pool, meditating, etc., etc. I hope everything goes well for you. Your energy and your chakras and your vibes. I'm spiritual. Uh, I hope all of that stuff goes well for you. And positivity and all that. And your dreams and so on and so forth. And most importantly, blah.